with the holidays spinning up, everybody's holding on to the big stuff. Now you're you gonna get tell him I'm coming, and Hale's coming with me. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky. And I'm Sean. Today was a good day. <laughs> Today was a pretty good day. Yeah, it was. Except for we got some bad news. Man, uh, we've talked about this before on the show. There was a, a great comic store out in the middle of nowhere in Wynn, Arkansas. One of the best comic book stores in Arkansas. We got news today that uh, Shannon, the guy that runs it, had passed away. Mm. Ah, man, it's one thing for a shop to go under. It's another thing for, you know, us to lose somebody who who is a great. I've I've met the guy about three times, and he he was he was one of us. He he was he cared about the characters. He cared about his customers. He cared about his shop. Is having. You know the right stuff, giving a good price, and and that kind of, you know what you want out of a shop owner, and um, right, ah, sucks, dude. Can we put? Dude, I, yeah, when I, you know, and I never even got to meet the gentleman, and I, I, I hate that. I hate that I never got to make it up there and see his amazing shop. It, it, it's just, it, it's a huge loss, and anytime something like that happens, you know, especially in a community as small as the one in Arkansas. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be felt. I almost went up there this week. Gosh, he gave me some great deals on some X-Men comics I needed. I feel, I feel for his family. You know, God bless uh, Shannon's Cards and Comics. So, we didn't talk about this. This has been out there for a little while. But um, somebody went and put up a billboard for James Gunn to be rehired. Marvel, come on! <laughs> They've estimated uh, that uh, it's uh, about $4,000 been spent on this thing. You know, there's a digital billboard up saying "Save the Galaxy, James Gunn for uh, Volume Three in the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> style font." RehireJamesGunn.com, which is, you know, I-, I like that somebody has has put their money where their mouth is and and yeah. done something like this. I can't tell you how much it's going to make an effect, but it's it's nice to see it Absolutely out there. Absolutely none. Because <laughs> because he's already with DC. I mean, I mean that's. Uh, the moment I found out about that, I would have been like, uh, so what's the pro rate on this billboard? Well, you know, it's not signed in blood, dude. I mean, he could do, he's a director. He's not a, I work for DC exclusively. I mean, it could be in his contract. I know. You know? And I, you know, it's like you said, I appreciate the effort. It is nice, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm you, you, you were already calling me like a negative Nancy when we were discussing this before. So I, I will stay out of it, and I will say good on them. But man, you know. Sometimes... Well, I didn't specifically call you out, but you are a negative Nancy. So I mean, well, you know, sometimes you know that dead horse, <laughs> that dead horse just. Keeps on Stop getting beat. Uh, yep. Okay. Keep on taking a beating. Yeah, whatever. Sean, how do you feel about how do, do you like Ewan McGregor as an actor? I, I do, and when I seen this, uh, I'm a little surprised, honestly. Ewan McGregor is signed up to be the Black Mask for this Birds of Prey. But Ewan McGregor as the Black Mask, if if DC invests the right money into this, then. They're going to have incredible success. Really are. 
Yeah, Ewan McGregor's been an actor. Like, everything I've seen him in, he's been great. I mean, even even as much as I do not like the prequel movies, you, I have nothing bad to say about Ewan McGregor. He as, is the highlight. Yeah. He is the highlight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is hands down the highlight of all of that. And I, I, for, I like Ewan McGregor. I, I'd probably seek this out and try to watch it just to see the quality of you know, product that DC plans on having. Speaking of uh, streaming, I I read the other day, Netflix is, and they, they put out some of the first images, Netflix is redoing Watership Down. Oh, my God. How, how did you feel about the original Watership Down? Oh, well, let me just tell you, my friend. Uh, now, did you read it first, or did you watch? I read so, it first. You did read it, okay. Yeah, yeah, I read it first when I was about 11 or 12 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's way too political for an 11-year-old Sean. I think I know what's wrong now. Maybe it set some wheels in motion. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea, but you bring up a solid point. I've never thought about that. You talk about some nightmare fuel. <laughs> you talk nightmare fuel watership down is one of those that seriously it i i uh if you look at the 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 icon the uh you know the thumbnail for this for this movie on anything it'll wind up in the kids section i guarantee you somebody that's just oh this goes in the kids section and this goes in the adult i think i think they're smarter than that you you think Look on Amazon Prime. It is under the kids section. It is under the kids section in Amazon Prime right <laughs> now. And That's if funny. anybody that hasn't watched Watership Down or know what it's like, uh, imagine Animal Farm times two and utterly terrifying. Yeah, uh, cross in- cross Animal Farm with 1984. And, and yeah, I mean... It, add in horrific deaths of cute and cuddly animals and oh my goodness uh so is this gonna be live action that no works? no no it, it's it is uh cg cg good lord i don't but, know if i can do it i i really don't know if i can do it it is well watership the watership down is one of those so you've got the the adult let's call it adult animation of the 70s and 80s you know watership down falls more in the category of wizards heavy metal um and the the old and lord of the rings yeah fantastic planet than it does um you know disney or anything like that i mean it is just it is hardcore, you know, uh, uh, socialism and and uh, uh, oligarchy and all all those big political words in an animated show that mom and dad said, "Oh, that's fine. You you can watch that. It's animated." <laughs> and as a that's kid, you're I'm like, saying. "That is <gasps> exactly what they What is going you, on? Uh, I trust me, dude. Coming from somebody that accidentally read the book. Like, you can just imagine the way my face was after the first, like, three chapters. And I'm like, How do you accidentally read the book? I accidentally (laughs) read the whole book. I was like, The Christmas gift. (laughs) I accidentally read War and Peace. Really? 
Listen, it was a Christmas gift, and it was in it was like supposed to be. You know, I, I believe I was twelve. Let me say I was twelve because I remember thinking, "Oh, this is an adult book," because it was it was leather bound, and the pages were made to look old. You know how like uh, you know some pages stick out farther than others, and they were all like looked to be an older book yeah, than it yeah. really was. And, and I I remember thinking, "Wow." Uh, the, I am not throwing the person under the bus who gave me this. I will not do it. But they gave it to me, and I was thinking, this is a special book. I need to read it. And, you know, because I, I was a huge book reader. So, oh, my goodness, yeah, yeah. To walk into that book uh, at the age of 12, I was just like, I hope no one else, no one else does this. this about halfway crazy. through, About halfway through, you were just slamming your face into the book. What is going on? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, speaking of toxic situations, let's something that we don't talk about very much on here that, you know, uh, we always talk about our articles and stuff, but the the social media surrounding the things that we love. Let me just say a lot of the Facebook groups out there, especially, especially, and I want to see if you can add in on this, the ones where buying and selling occur, those groups are some of the most toxic, horrible groups I, I think I've ever been a part of. Um, let me let me tell you the reason I added this. the The other day, I uh, I've been a member of this one group uh, that is super strict. I mean, I have seen them boot people out when it'll be like here's this comic you know fifty dollars uh pm with questions and somebody will be like uh hey man isn't this the second appearance of so-and-so and and you wrote down the first and some mod will be there i swear like flash in this instant it says pm stonely booted and like oh my goodness, did you really just boot somebody because it said PMs only and they didn't? Like, what does it matter? What did it hurt that moderator for that person to put a comment? I do not understand some of the... I believe a lot of this is mods that have gone crazy with, ooh, you know, I'm keyboard cowboy power. But there was a group I was in the other day and they were like, hey, I love comic book collecting. And I work 12 hours a day, and I'm constantly looking for a podcast. Please list some uh, comic book podcasts. And lo and behold, dude, all I did was, hey, I do a weekly podcast and threw our link down there. And within probably 10 minutes, I was booted from the group and blocked because I was (laughs) self-promoting. I was answering guys question like was that mod on such a high oh look at all these people and uh you know i i looked through uh michelle's and like to see the comments because i wanted to look and dude like 12 other people had been booted just for posting the links to their podcasts like how do these groups end up so toxic what happens to where these rules have to be so strictly followed that you you are you're eliminating the people that actually support what you love. <clears throat> well, you know, 
it, it takes all kinds, man. I, I'm 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 not a huge Facebook person. Uh, if you know, if I didn't have family obligation and 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 podcasts that I I truly enjoy doing, I wouldn't have. Oh, Facebook. if I could just strict, <laughs> if I could just hit it so that every time I opened our Facebook, it was just our page and our listeners. And my friends and family, if I could just eliminate everything else, I would be so much happier. But, you know, to to interact and to be a part of the group, as in group with the big G, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of toxicity out there that is just really disturbing to where, you know, people people end up getting mad at each other over, you know, the haggling of a price, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, God forbid somebody believes something should be worth $5 more than the next guy. Cause you know, they, they will make sure to point out every flaw or anything wrong with something. I, I just, I just, I don't know. I wanted to bring that up. Like, have you ever been in any groups or have any of the listeners been in groups where the situation is just like, I am strictly here for entertainment purposes only because th- there's, Two I'm in. There's two in that are over 30,000 members, and I dare not post. I seriously am. I know that if I was to post anything, it would be scrutinized to the point that I just I would want to deal with the hassle of it. That's that's pretty funny. I am a member of a few groups, and uh, there's not really. Uh, I've got. I've, I'm a member of a group, a, a selling group that uh, a really good friend of mine. It moderates, and he does a great job. He is kind of draconian, but the rules are very well spelled out. And he he give he gives you first time it happens, he's like, dude, these are the rules. Go read read them, refix the post, no problem. But but here's what's wrong. If you'll fix it, no problem. You know, and ninety nine percent of the time, people just fix it. Okay, sorry, boom, there it is. And he, he's happy to help people, but he's all he will also kick somebody in a heartbeat if they're, you know, if you want to get smart with the guy that's trying to help you. I'm sorry, right. you're out. <laughs> One yeah, I get, I get that. I get the that if somebody's putting off, you know, and being he does, rude And uh, let me uh, let me also say this: he does very well with scammers. Like anytime there's somebody that that has done somebody wrong, he immediately like gets rid of them. Post he doxes them, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. in that in the group and any other group related well. to that. He is super good about that, and has saved a lot of people a lot of money. So uh, I, awesome. I don't have any problem with him being as strict as he is because I, I know the guy and he does a great job. So other awesome. other than that, I, I don't really have problems with it. But once again, I avoid those situations because. I I guess I have less tolerance for it than you do because I just I just can't deal with it. No, I just sit and watch it and get mad, <laughs> and then and, and then complain about it on a podcast. Ah, El Diablo. Yes, El Diablo BlizzCon was this weekend, and listen, <gasps> let me before I jump into what I wanted to talk about going into BlizzCon. We knew that we were going to get some Diablo news. We we've discussed it on this that you know there there could be a new uh, Diablo game coming down, and but 
two different articles. I looked them up before <clears throat> BlizzCon this weekend. Two different times, different representatives from Blizzard made it a point to say, do not get your hopes up. This is, you know, the, the, the tidbit of information you're going to be fed at BlizzCon is just the start to, to something that is going to be a few years in the works here at Blizzard for, for a, a Diablo, you know, change, a revolution, something new. So what information did we get this weekend? We got Diablo Immortal, what? which will be a, a it, it is a new game. <clears throat> and it is going to be a simplified uh, fighting con uh, construct for the mobile phone. Uh, we are we are getting a mobile version of Diablo that will be almost a reskin of Diablo three from the console with uh, the character classes from Diablo two. Nice. So, so, you know, a, a lot of people have given Blizzard a ton of heat. Enough so that Blizzard already had to reiterate, we, we said you weren't getting a bunch. We said this. Th th you know, I guess people went into BlizzCon expecting them to play it down and then, and then still do the things that Blizzard does, which is come over the top and surprise you with something amazing and glorious. Only this time they were being honest. They, they were, they were telling you, don't, don't get your hopes up. You know, we, we have a new console game in the works. Um, several Redditors have, have dug through the job listings at Blizzard and have known that for the past couple of years, they've been hiring, uh, dungeon artists and, you know, People that you would expect to see on the listing for a new Diablo game. And the fact that Diablo Immortal is going to be a simplified reskin of Diablo 3, that still doesn't, that means those people were there working on something new. So I've already hopped on and pre registered for Diablo uh, Immortal. I, I seriously hope that there's not a pay to win function on this, although. You know, I, I, if you're just keeping it Diablo 3-esque, I really don't know what you can pay to win for. Although, you know, if there is something, if it's pets, if it's, if it's gold, what, what have you, you know, if people want to pay for that, it, it's not going to give them any super real advantage. We, if you're a true Diablo player, pets and gold gets you nothing. You know, gold is very plentiful with a few goblin runs. There, there's no reason why you need uh, to pay for gold. And, and pets are purely aesthetic anyway. If somebody wants to pay whatever for a pet to sit beside them, I, I really don't care. Uh, I'm excited for a Diablo Immortal. Are, you think you're going to snag it, Rick? I... Got a feeling. Um, no, probably not. Um, I may do full blown Diablo for the PS4 for reasons this Christmas, maybe. But um, yeah. Well, that's fine. the The moment, <clears throat> if and when you that happens, wink, wink. Um, 
Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I, I can I can power level you like crazy. If you pick a non-seasonal character, heck, if you pick a seasonal character, I got a, I got a Paragon 500, and uh, if you pick a non-seasonal character, my, my Crusader is almost Paragon 1000, so I, I got you, brother. I got you. Whatever you need, you will be there in no time whatsoever. Ah. Hey, Sean, what do you think about... Now this this kind of got me excited because number one, Brie I'm Larson. What you Brie, right now. <laughs> Brie Larson. But n- number two, uh, not only just Brie Larson, uh, Metroid. Brie Larson wants to play Samus Aran in a Metroid movie. That is super exciting to me. If if Why if, if, if somebody well, has a great story, <laughs> if there's a good story writer, I, I don't want it to be a Doom movie. You know, with with a name and a face. You know, I I do want a great story, and you could tell a great story with with Metroid. I mean, yeah. the, the story Metroid. of Samus Aran fighting space pirates. You could flesh out a lot of things, and or map a great story to that. Um, I, I just <laughs> would hate for it to end up being like a doom, like a Doom movie. You know, just a. Uh, this is what the game is, blah, blah, blah. Listen, as long as she can tuck into a little ball and roll, I'm happy. As long as she has the various suit, I'll be fine. <laughs> Dude, uh, no, it, I, want, I want it to be good. I want I want it to be like, oh, oh, it did enough good enough. Maybe we should make a sequel. You know, I want I want a great a great Metroid movie. Just like I want just like I just I don't want a a horrible thing because just because I like that thing. Like the Castlevania animated series, I, I did I didn't I didn't want that if it was gonna be bad. Like no, don't bother with it. Put your energy into something else that I love if if you're not gonna do it right. They did it right. But if if you're gonna put that kind of love and energy into a Metroid movie, heck yeah, you you got my money. I'm gonna do it. Make a Metroid movie. I, I would totally I'll be there. I will be there. Plus, that suit would be uh, badass. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. I would love to see Brie Larson as Samus. Let's do this. Make it happen. Like, but if, uh, who? So who, if you who, well, hold on. Like, if if you if you right. if you watch the movie as quick as you can, does that mean she takes all the armor off and is in a uh, bodysuit? Listen, man, don't don't be trying to find shortcuts with the game game genie already. Um, <laughs> Who would have the rights to this, and what what studio would you see picking this up? Oh, Metroid is completely Nintendo. I mean, that is straight up Nintendo owns it. So who do you think Nintendo would want to work with? Would it be one of the bigs? Would it be Sony? Would it be Fox? Would it be Disney? Um, I don't know who they... No, it, it probably would not be Sony. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> be amazing if oh they were my like God. watch this. Yep. hey can we put this on DVD or a disc based system forget you Sony <laughs> and then he, Nintendo just walks off steaming well we'll make our own Metroid movie you can't they, do that they, they show up to bid just to insult them and walk away remember that whole Playstation debacle shut up okay uh, speaking of debacles, um, which is not one, Avengers 4 trailer rumored to be on Monday Night Football the 26th or 
on uh, December 2nd. Um, and, and I've seen three different places say that it is going to be uh, Avengers Annihilation. Of course, that's not official, but these... I've seen that as well. It's coming from somewhere. I had read an article like, what was it? It, it was sometime last week that it said, you know, uh, a person that had been a very reliable source for the past, like, two or three movies has said that annihilation, you know, is, you know, is a almost a sure thing if this person's saying it, and you know, if if it is, it is, and I'm fine with it. I don't care. I'm just, I'm but so ready it, for the dadgum movie. I'm so. Wouldn't ready it be for great the- though if like Disney like totally trolled? They're like, okay, you know what? Let's change it. Let's go with our other choice. I liked it better anyway. And they just completely renamed the movie Avengers something else. All you got to do is feed Tom Holland bad information. <laughs> or uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yeah, that's right. Man, everybody dies. Dude! Nobody <laughs> live streams it, you know, without knowing. That's funny. That was all. Yeah, I'll, I'll be ready to watch it. I'll be ready to watch it. the The way to figure out the what it'll be is look up who's who's playing on the twenty sixth and who's playing on the second, and see whichever is bigger marquee game, and they'll move it to that. Uh, they th- they say we're about to get a uh, Game of Thrones trailer too. Dude, don't tease me there. Don't, well, just, just... okay, so let's let's do a little internet speculation. I, I like it. So I was, I've seen a couple of different things posted where. So, normally, they've had an EW cover come out. Uh, Entertainment Weekly had a new cover showing uh, Daenerys and, and John from this season. And normally, like, they do that like a month before they do something. Yeah. And, like, a couple, like, so people behind the scenes that can see this stuff know that um, HBO has added... Sub, uh, uh, private videos to the Game of Thrones page on their site, which they're about probably about to drop something. So, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to see Game. It's been like, oh, it's uh, this and Doctor Who has killed us. Like a whole year off. No, oh, no, I know. no. We're still doing it. It's just going to be another year before you see it. Wow. Well, speaking of waiting, something else that wasn't on the notes. September sixth, twenty nineteen is. When we have to wait for it, chapter two. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, dude. It chapter two. I I was I was hoping it would be spring of 2019. I was seriously hoping spring of 2019, but September. I, I'm still looking at ten months, man. Like, oh, I, I I enjoyed it chapter one so well. I was looking forward to this, and now I have to wait even longer. I'm such an impatient person such an impatient person i should i should learn to be better but oh that seems like a long ways to wait don't worry wait. you have your new pet cemetery sometime before then so ooh, i am excited about that uh, let's talk about local hall sean okay okay i need i haven't ordered this hall yet this is just the best what? place i thought to put this i'm sorry but uh that's not how this I works that's not how any of this works if you're if you're listening and I sound a little different today, it's because I'm on a headset on my phone. But soon, soon, I am in the process of reorganizing my garage, and 
I'm going to turn that into my studio. The only problem with uh, that being a garage is usually a wide open, you know, uh, just walls and a concrete floor makes for great acoustics for a podcast. Although I've been doing some editing and before I order this, if any of the listeners have any input on this, I think the best case scenario for me is to order for for $50 off Amazon, you can order a box of 12 um, moving blankets like you would get uh, on a U-Haul truck. And I seen people had taken pictures and they had tacked them on their walls and around, uh, you know, like a PVC screen. And they basically made their own uh, sound dampening curtains using those thick moving blankets. And I was like, this is a great idea. But... If anybody has any other ideas or input, I'll be glad to do that. But I think uh, next week I'm going to go ahead and place my order for a big box of moving blankets and tack them around for sound deadening. And then we will be very close to having like a full-fledged studio in my garage. And I plan on, dude, once I can step away and away from, you know, kind of in my own little area, I'll be ready. There's going to be videos on the channel. There's going to be videos on social media. I'm excited for this. It can open up whole new things for me. But first, I must get the acoustics right, or it's going to sound like crap. Nice, yeah. Um, And you you sound okay today on your phone, but we want the best sound possible for our listeners. That's right. That's right. And I, I really do. You know me. I, I, I truly want the best. And whether, whether I ever live up to the, to the need of it, I, I like to shoot for the best I can, I can get. But, but you today, you should have some true haul. Let me, tell me about it. Tell me about all this awesomeness. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you mean the uh, Comic Conway was today that you didn't go to? Dad Gummit Sean. Dad Gummit Sean. I had to take my son, and he loved it. Let's talk about. Nice. Well, let's talk about what my son got. So uh, I, a while back, I, I think I talked about this. Got my son a, a compendium, basically, of H.P. Lovecraft stories, and right. he absolutely loved it. Well, they had. A Cthulhu coin bank that was, um, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like PVC or whatever vinyl, but I mean, it was painted well, and the colors are great, and it looks like a stat. I mean, it, it honestly looks like a statue. I didn't even know it was a coin bank. Um, nice. But it, it was amazing, and a guy gave me a great deal on that, and it was the Batcave from uh, Conway. There's a, uh, right here, I've got the thing, the Batcave in Conway, Cards and Comics. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a great place. It's a great place. You should yeah, go check it out. I did. We actually did. After the convention, we went out there because we went and ate at David's Burgers and nice. snuck right out there to their new location, uh, 2125 Harker's, uh, Harker Road in Conway. Um, it was a great... I mean, it's mostly a D&D uh, miniature, you know, Warhammer kind of store. Uh, but they had some great comics, and I got some great deals from there as well. But first, I'm going to talk about Comic Conway. Um, absolutely wonderful. Our our our, uh, our buddy Mario's Comics was there. I did not see uh, Mister Bill Mister Bill's comics. I did not see him there. 
Uh, but there were a bunch of great dealers. There were a bunch of great deals. I basically uh, uh, got all $1 comics except for a couple. Um, mm-hmm. and, and really, really uh, uh, had a great time. Um, I ended up getting uh, a couple of Spider-Man Red Sonja uh, that, I, that I've been looking nice. for. Uh, some uh, John Byrne Man of Steel. <coughs> Sorry. Um <laughs> Uh, the last living mummy uh, or supernatural thrillers I needed number eleven. I now have the complete run of one through uh, fifteen of supernatural. Nice. Thrillers. Uh, quite a few uh, what if comics. Uh, Silver Surfer by Mobius, the first issue, Mo, the the French artist. A mm-hmm. bunch of classic X Men I needed with the covers by Arthur Adams for for just a dollar. Uh, and these are all John Byrne stories and, and Dave Cockrum. Uh, you know, the reprints plus the extra art in there. I was so happy to get those. I got um, some... Uh, I replaced all the... Um, all the Transformers comics that I needed to replace. Like I, I had put in, as a child, I'd put tape on the spine of all my comics so they wouldn't come apart. G- good job, Rick. Good job, uh, eight-year-old Rick. But luckily, it was only the Transformers. Would you go comics. back and like? Wait, wait. Would you rather? Uh, <laughs> would you rather? I've had them eat a train had... piece by piece. Oh. <laughs> After derailing it. Wait, wait, wait. wait no, 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 no. Um, if anybody gets that reference, though. <laughs> oh, Mister Show. Plus ten, plus ten cool points. Um. No, would you rather go back and punch yourself in the face for putting tape on them or have them fall apart? Uh, since it was only these, um, just just fall apart. I mean, that, that's fine. I mean, I, I didn't... They actually wouldn't fall apart. I mean, I reread them. I, I, you know, I read, reread a couple so much that they were falling apart. But yeah. uh, the ones I actually did this to later on, I, I read a couple times and put them back so i mean they're actually really good issues except for the tape that i put on them but so uh Way to go. I've, re- I've replaced all the ones i'm missing one comic for a full run of transformers uh g1 it's like number 73 i'm missing number 73 i have one through 80 except for number 73 <laughs> dad got nice it. we'll um, find it i also did get a bunch of one dollar uh G.I. Joe comics. Now, I'm not um, actively collecting those as, as I see them uh, for mm-hmm. really cheap uh, because the, the later issues are, are really expensive. I mean, just like Transformers, like the oh, around the uh, 50s to 70s, the later run uh, because that's it, it, they stopped making them because they were not selling very well. So they had lower numbers at the end of the run. And a bunch of those comics are $25, $20, $18 a piece. Well, if I see them in a dollar bin, I just grab them. Because I, I could sell them later on. I could trade them later on for something. Uh, and I do a yeah. lot of the same thing for the, the later G.I. Joe. I found a bunch of late G.I. Joe run, like 140s, 130s, uh, for a dollar a piece. And those are like, uh, uh, any show you go to, they're going to be 20 18 bucks a piece. So... Uh, I, I got a great deal on those. Um, I did also pick up uh, the Axis storyline 
from Marvel, I picked up uh, number five through nine uh, for a dollar a piece. And uh, I got some bags and boards that I needed to uh, take care of. So I'm, I'm sitting awesome. pretty. I had, a, I had a great local haul this week. Well, let me tell you, uh, for oh. future plans, when, when, when you get a chance and this garage studio is set up, I have, I was given a, uh, a thing of like a thousand bags and a thousand boards. You bring anything you need bagged and bored to me and you help me set, organize my comics and set them up in the garage and I'll help you bag and board whatever you need. Hey, all you got to do is to give me give me a weekend you want to do it and we're there. That will be awesome. Uh, uh, I did want to say one more thing. Uh, friend of the podcast, Joe, who I saw at Comic-Con way, funny enough, I pulled up and they were coming back from putting stuff in their car. Um, this oh. week he gave me. Uh, now I've had a a original a raw Amer- a real American hero Viper that I found on card sealed uh, for mm-hmm. for like six bucks. I mean this thing is you know is way like ten times worth ten times that. And uh, he had an extra uh, GI Joe uh, plastic case that uh, were made to put those figures in. Looks absolutely great, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Joe for, for giving me that, and uh, I'm going to post a picture of what it looks like. It's absolutely awesome. You can hang it on the wall or something like that. Uh, that is way Yeah. That's very nice. And uh, I reorganized a lot of uh, uh, some G1 stuff I had in a box, um, so uh, I can I can also shoot out a picture of that sometime. That's awesome. That is way cool. Well, man, moving on to have you seen it this week? The the only thing I have uh, that I've had time to watch is I finished watching A Haunting on Hill House. Let me just reiterate the the greatness of this show. Um, seriously, amazing, amazing acting, incredible editing and cinematography. It it is. It has the ability to be absolutely terrifying. There is there is a character in that show that I uh, it, he he's up there with one of the most terrifying things of any character of monster that I've seen ever in my life. I mean, instantly in probably my top five of just if he was real, he would be the stuff absolute nightmares are made out of. Uh, it, it's a great show. And it is, uh, I think, as, a, as I've completed it, um, uh, I've done a little research. It, it appears this will be the only story we get about this family. And, man, it is great. Take, take time, take the 10 hours, uh, watch these episodes, and thoroughly enjoy a very scary story with with some of the best acting you'll you'll ever see in a in a horror type setting. I mean, so seriously. have they announced that they're doing a season two? It, it will not be a season two. Uh, all speculation says no. Uh, that this will be a a, a one run for this house. Um, there there have been uh, a few Reddit speculations, and uh, I believe I've seen it on CBR. So take it for what you will. But this could be a haunting of 
fill in the blank. This, this will be the only story of a haunting of Hill House. Um, right, but be, right, right, but uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like they may continue, like American Horror uh-huh. Story the show, style the show. Yeah, anthology but, style. But they, they haven't story. they haven't announced anything like that yet. There, there has not been an official okay. announcement yeah, yeah, yeah. of anything. But but honestly, th- this could be it, and and I'm I'm fine. Th- this could be all there was, and and I am still incredibly blown away by what we have and. And I, I, I will say it. This was, uh, this is better than Castle Rock. And uh, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's how good it is. There, that is not a negativity towards Castle Rock in any way, shape, or form. Castle Rock is still one of the most. I loved every single minute of that show, but this one <laughs> really just said, you know. It stepped up its game. It answered the call when, and that's what makes it so freaking good. Is it? You you just have to watch it. I cannot wait for others to finish it and watch this show. It is amazing. Definitely watch a haunting on Hill House. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Netflix, I watched Daredevil season three. I'm still not there. I'm. I'm soon. Very soon, actually, I I have a good opportunity coming up very soon to uh, knock out Daredevil season three. So, so temper temper your your review, but please tell me tell me that it's awesomeness that I'm coming into. It's it's like it, it's like settling into a warm a hot bath and just letting letting everything go away. It was great. I, I've I've seen too many people and too many groups say. If if there was ever a comic book come to life, it is Daredevil season three. Um, I would like, give I would give that more the season two. Uh, season three. Did you picture yourself reading this comic? Well, it it is more of a uh, it is more of a Frank Miller story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It's almost Born Again. Um, not not for any spoiler kind of stuff. Kind yeah. of, but I mean, there there are definitely allusions to a lot that's in Born Again, um, a lot, uh, if if you know that story. But yes, oh, it's really good. It is really that's really good. Happy. It is so. Happy. It is sad at points. It is, it is happy at points. It is you'll be screaming at the TV at points. Man, it's um, Vincent it, It's it's not as frenetic. It's not as visceral as Daredevil has been. Definitely not as Punisher was, but mm-hmm. it's definitely more thoughtful in the storytelling than, than it's been before. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio disappoint, di- right? <laughs> no. <laughs> in no way did Vincent D'Onofrio disappoint. Awesome. Um, the only the only thing I would be disappointed in is um let's Nothing. let's let's call it the lack of a the lack of some attire uh, uh, is is all I'll say okay. Um, okay but i mean that's 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 if you forced me, held me down to say something bad about the show other than that i mean i'd watch it again right now oh i'm excited i'm excited i like, I, I, I really i, I really want to sit down and watch daredevil season 1 through 3 and and I should not do that. 
I should not in any way do that. Well, no, not until you watch uh, finish Castle Rock and watch A Haunting on Hill House. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, watch Daredevil Season 3. Dear God. I will. I will, for sure. Well, Rick, do you have anything to add this week? Oh, that's it. Um, gosh. Um, everybody, everybody enjoy life, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a, an incredible uptick lately, and... To anybody listening, uh, we thank you. We appreciate it. Please keep sharing the podcast. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Um, on social media, you can find me most active on Vero at Sean Thomas. Uh, on uh, Twitter, at Maynard98. I reopened my Instagram, so you can uh, look, look me up on Instagram at Maynard98. Rick, where can they can find you? You can find me at... Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. You can find me, Ricky Westbrook, on Vero. We're both Vero verified. You can find both of us at Not So Southern Gentleman at gmail.com. Do not ask me again. That is true. That is very true. We can. And I think we actually had an email this week and I didn't look at it yet. What? I mean, you didn't that's... tell me about an email that I could check myself? Did you check it? No, it. We'll have to check it. Till next week. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky reading somebody's email. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>